Happy Friday, everybody. Although, I can't really tell what day it is anymore, actually. Uh, but it is Friday. Wiz, how are you today? I'm doing good, hanging in there. I'm doing a lot of uh, draft preparation, which uh, at this point is uh, actually less than a week away. So looking looking forward to that and uh, and waiting and trying to figure out which will be the first live sports uh, that we will uh, see. Will it be golf? Will it be an NBA playoffs? I think it's uh, kind of narrowing it down to one of those and it looks like maybe early June for something uh, along the lines, but I think we're, we're craving something and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, maybe, maybe around that early June mark, we'll, we'll, we'll see something play. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't have, I, actually, I think Taiwanese baseball is now being distributed free all over the world. That's the one professional league that's actually uh, going on right now. How funny is that? Um, yeah. I mean, if they had DraftKings, I'd be playing that. I mean, at this point, <laughs> point you, you, you're desperate for anything. I mean, I know, I know, uh, I know we're both looking to his uh, golf uh, to come back. So at least we could do the fun three man uh, draft things that uh, we, we do for the weekly tournaments between me, you and Jimmy. I mean, we, we got it. We miss Jimmy. Every, every great boxer needs a punching bag. So we, we need Jimmy. <laughs> What's the score? I forgot. I forgot the tally. Yeah. Well, I think Jimmy's won he's, one. Yeah, he's, lost, he's lost 14. He's lost 14 yeah, tournaments in a row. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. But uh, <clears throat> hopefully Jimmy's partner, Scotty, uh, stops taking fantasy advice from him. That's for sure. But um Right. Anyway, so right. we're here to uh, continue on our odyssey of digging into draft needs for the upcoming draft. We did the AFC yesterday, so today we are doing the NFC, and we're going to do it in two, two, two uh, episodes. So this episode is going to go over both the NFC East and the NFC North. So we're going to start with the NFC East with the Cowboys, who really got all of their offensive pieces locked into place, uh, re-signing uh, Amari Cooper. But, you know, they definitely have some off-season stuff that they need to take care of. Their, their starting center, retired. Uh, they, got, they, they definitely have some needs. They hold the number 17 pick in the NFL draft. Um, they do have a total of seven picks in this draft. Um, I think they're a little lean on the, in the secondary uh, so for me, I look at the offensive line and the secondary as, as, as positions of need. And they'll probably at some point in this, in this draft um, add a piece on the offensive side to make up for uh, the loss of, of uh, Randall Cobb. How are you seeing uh, the Cowboy draft? And this is under the uh, new coaching regime of uh, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> due to retirement and free agency, you know, the Cowboys have looked to, you know, re-sign some key guys over the last two years on offense. They still, I guess, are trying to figure out to, how to resolve the Prescott situation. But they want they they like to, I guess, get a, another wide receiver in there. I think, as we've mentioned, uh, with the depth and quality depth and wide receiver, they could do that a little bit later in the draft. But I think with their first pick, will be a cornerback specifically. I think it'll be the best cornerback that is on the board uh, for them. Then at some point after 
offensive line, I think, will be next on their agenda. And then somewhere down the road with the depth, like mentioned, at wide receiver, they'll they'll try and get someone. But I, I just don't think with the re-signing of Amari Cooper and, 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 and the promising um, Gallup, um, I, I don't think they're overly concerned with that. So cornerback specifically, offensive line will play Frederick, and, and then at some point the wide receiver. That's kind of how I see that draft, the yep. draft going for the Cowboys. Yep, yep. I'm 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 not gonna far I'm not far off that. Um well, let's roll into my New York Giants. Uh Joe Judge uh taking over as as head coach. You know, the Giants have been maligned for a number of years, uh really not being able to put any kind of success uh on the field together. So there's a lot of pressure on Dave Gettleman to produce in this draft. They have ten picks. Uh, which includes the number four pick in this draft. I'll let you talk a little bit in detail about what you think could happen because, uh, you know, for me personally as a Giant fan, uh, I'm looking for the best player available. I understand wanting to protect uh, an asset like Daniel Jones at quarterback. So offensive line and and Gettleman having a history of going after those hog mollies, as he calls them. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing one of those stellar defenders taken in that spot, but it seems like it's not going in that direction, at least uh, at least for the moment. And maybe they address that w- with some of their later picks because um, they do hold the number 36 pick in addition to the number four pick. Mo- mo- most of their picks are a little bit later. They have, uh, they have three picks uh, in the fourth round. So that's kind of the thickness of, of where they have their, their uh, allotment of uh, selections. So, yeah, so anyway, so... I would like to see them take a defender here, but it looks like they're going to go lineman. Uh, and you think they could do something a little bit more creative than that? Yeah, I think the, I think in theory the Giants can do one of three things. One, they could take the best defensive player on the board, and at this point, that's looking like it's going to, going to be Okuda or Isaiah Simmons, who I have ranked personally both of those players well above. Uh, Brown, who may be the next best defensive player. So they could take the best defensive player. They certainly could take the best offensive tackle. And it's most likely that they will be drafting the first offensive lineman. And there are several extremely promising offensive tackles in this draft. Or they could trade down a few picks. Now we'll we'll get into we're going to get into next week before the draft we're going to get into the exact picks up and down the first round what teams are going to do and, and how it could play out but just just one little I guess tease before for that show is things can get really interesting for the Giants pick at four if the Lions were to do something odd and take a quarterback with that third pick, which would then narrow down the remaining quarterbacks and put two or three teams maybe in a, in a real scramble to get the other remaining quarterback that's available and, and really could put the Giants in a great pick to just move down a few slots, get a player of equal ability that they're going to take, and then, and then accumulate picks. But assuming that doesn't happen, we really can't assume that's going to happen. With the first two picks, the Giants are going to take an offensive tackle and an edge rusher. 
I have a specific preference of what they, I think they should do, um, but it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that as, as we get into the show next week where we're going team by team in the first round. But those will be the two positions. Uh, I like that they have 10 picks, but as you mentioned, a lot of them are later on, but that's okay. It's, 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 this is a great draft all around uh, in terms of talent, safe tight end. I, I, actually, um, uh, I actually misspoke. Uh, they actually have a bulk of those picks in the, in the seventh round. But yes, they still, they, they yeah, still, I mean, like, yeah, but yeah, they're, in, they're, 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 the majority of the draft, um, you know, it's not like one of the, it's not like Miami where they have a swarm of picks or the Jags where they have a swarm of picks early, early on. So those first two picks are crucial for them. So I, I, I believe it'll be edge rusher, offensive tackle, uh, and I think it'll be in that order, but if not, then it'll certainly be the other order and then they'll, they'll, they'll go from there. All right, excellent. And uh, their, uh, their division rival very close by uh, uh, down in, uh, south on I-95, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the one team in this division that actually maintains their hierarchy, head coach and, uh, and front office. Uh, there's a decent amount of talent on both sides of the ball here, but there are definite holes that are going to need to be filled. You know, the Eagles have five picks in the first 124 picks of this draft. or 100, uh, Sorry, 127 uh, picks. They have four of them, and they have two additional fourth-rounders as well. Um, I think this is a team that needs some wide receiver depth. They probably need some help uh, in the, on their defense, either the linebackers or the secondary. Um, what's your thoughts, uh, Wiz, on, on, on the Eagles? Huh. I'm 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 agreeing with you about the position. I'm not necessarily agreeing with you in in the way it's phrased. Like when you say wide receiver depth, like maybe Kansas City could use wide receiver depth. The Eagles need a wide receiver to get in there and start immediately that could do something. And um, I will be absolutely stunned if the Eagles do not take a wide receiver with their first pick. And then um, their next pick will be an offensive lineman. Carson Wentz takes some of the most devastating hits. I think a lot of it is his fault because he doesn't kind of like necessarily have the best pocket presence and understand when pressure is coming, and he doesn't really brace for some of those hits. So it'll it'll be a wide receiver that can do something immediately on the field, which they will be able to get. It just depends if they take the right player, and then they really need to address the offensive line to give Carson Wentz some more protection, and then they'll 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 kind of take it from there. Is this a t- is it, are the Eagles a team that could actually? Try and move up. Is that you know? Maybe they really want a receiver badly. I know. Is it possible, or do you think they're comfortable enough with that twenty-first selection that they'll have a, a decent amount of solid options? I don't think normally in a draft, you know, if they if they love the guy, uh, but this is this is the type of draft at wide receiver where I think. With the, I think there's there's there are at least a handful of wide receivers where if you asked a lot of different people, you would get a lot of different results, a lot of different rankings from one to five or six. So I think the Eagles are fairly comfortable that they'll get one of those wide receivers, and I think they'll be okay with that, uh, unless it started getting a few picks from them, and they they you know a lot of receivers were taken off the board that they didn't expect to happen, and they got a little desperate. Otherwise, I think they'll be okay. 
uh, with sitting with that pick. They'll take a wide receiver. They'll end up with a good one, and uh, and then 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 they'll start making picks to protect Wentz. All right, I like it. I like it. Now we go on to the Redskins, and um, wow, this is a this is a tough franchise to watch from afar. I'm glad I'm not a Redskin fan for the last uh, twenty twenty five years because it's tough to watch the the current setup with Daniel uh, Snyder as the owner, but Ron Rivera is in as a head coach. Um, They don't have a lot of picks in this draft, and it's unfortunate because this is not a a superlative roster. They're potentially going to make a trade for Trent Williams uh, moving out of Washington, so that could turn into some things. Um, I don't think this team has a lot of firepower uh, on offense that, could use some help there. They really don't have a tight end right now, but it's not a deep tight end draft as we as we've talked about before. So the Redskins uh, and and they don't have a lot of picks early. You know, they really have only two picks in the first sixty six. So yeah, it's a little bit of a tricky one for a team that needs help kind of all over the place. Secondary, offensive line. I think the defense is okay on this team. Um, so maybe not the main emphasis for them. Uh, but, you know, I know this has just been a franchise, like I said, that's been maligned for a number of years. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Um, so they're, 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 they're taking um, Chase Young with their, with their second pick. Um, that's, that's not going to be a mystery. But when I did my, you know, studying on the current roster of the Redskins and the upcoming, <clears throat> the upcoming draft and kind of analyzing – the Redskins in this division, I just put two words next to my notes on the Redskins. Need everything. Yeah. They 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 just need everything. They only have seven picks in this draft. They're not gonna be accomplish they're not gonna be able to accomplish everything that they need. McLaurin I like. Um, as a young wide receiver, they have other young wide receivers that'll look okay. So maybe that's the one position that they can hold off on to, maybe towards the end. But they need help everywhere, and um, I just think they're gonna they're gonna continue to struggle for a while to come um, until some of these young players uh, really start stepping up, and 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 new coaching staff um, can can improve things. But uh, with only seven picks, it, it's gonna it's gonna take some time. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So. Uh... That uh, takes us off into our uh, next division, which is the NFC North. And I think, you know, even though they had some success uh, a couple of years ago, and and we're talking about the Chicago Bears, they kind of come into this draft in a similar boat in that, you know, they obviously look like they've made a big mistake in in putting their eggs in the Mitch Trubisky basket. Uh, They only have seven picks in this draft, none in the first round. So they, you know, that's part of the – Part of the dilemma that they have there, their first two picks of the draft are in the second round at 43 and 50. Uh, probably could use some depth of defense um, in the secondary I, I look at. And I think uh, offensive line help and, and uh, is another thing that this team could, could use. Uh, Nick Foles was brought on. He's probably going to end up winning that job when all is said and done. I think on offense, the skill positions uh, are, for the most part, set. Maybe they could add a tight end late in this draft, but, you know, I don't – I don't see a lot of exciting options given the lack of uh, high picks that the the Bears have. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I look at this division, you know, it, it may be difficult 
to try and parse through who the most talented team is in the division. But to me, it's fairly easy to see who the worst team is in the division, and that's the Bears. I think all of these other teams are improving. Um, there's a lot of things to like about the other teams. But, you know, the, the Bears, um, you know, I, it looks like they're kind of giving up on Trubisky. In this type of draft, they only have two picks in a top 160 picks. 160 picks. Think about that for a second. That's that's five full rounds, and they have two picks in this draft. And they they need help. They need cornerback. They need a lot of secondary help in the cornerback and in the safety. They could improve on offensive line. I guess they're assuming Nick Foles is going to uh, you know go in there and, and win that job. But I'm not optimistic about the Bears. I, I'm kind of feeling about the Bears the way I felt and talked about yesterday, the Steelers. Um, I'm not happy and, and, and not, and, and don't have too much optimism about where the organization is going, the trajectory of it, two picks in, 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 in 160 picks. Um, I, I just, I just don't like the outlook for the bears, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I think to, to your point, uh, this is a division where the other teams have a lot more going, going for them, uh, not, not that it's not going to be an easy one for Matt Patricia and the, and the Lions, and and you know they have a they have a decent amount of picks. They have nine in this draft. I think it's kind of a make or break year for 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 them. You know, they unfortunately Matt Stafford got hurt and I completely derailed their season last year, but they have the benefit of having um, seven picks in the first hundred and sixty six uh, selections, uh, and they hold the number three pick. Uh, and then they they uh, have two third round picks. They have a second round pick, uh, and they hold a four, two fives, and a six and a seven. So so they have a decent amount of picks. But but this is a franchise that needs to win. Matt Patricia has to win at the moment. Um, keeping keeping um, keeping this defense uh, with with playmakers. They've added a few in free agency, but I think they're in a spot where they're going to make a decision in this draft where they actually go after a playmaker or potentially they trade down. They are definitely trade down candidate, but this is where kind of the draft starts. So you, you know, you talked about the two picks, first two picks in this draft. You know, where do you see this, this lion draft going? Cause I think there are some interesting defensive players that they can select, but this team also could use some offensive line help, uh, some edge rush, uh, edge rusher help. And I think ultimately they actually may even add a receiver later in uh, la- later in this draft. Um, so I, I, as you know, as we talked about, this draft starts with the Lions. The first two picks, Burrow and Chase Young to the to the Bengals and Redskins. That's a foregone conclusion. This this draft starts with the Lions, and can the Lions do several different things? Sure, um, take a young quarterback if they're somewhat concerned with Matt Stafford's health and what's happened to him with his back the last couple of years. Could they stay there and take the best player that they have on their board? Certainly. Could they trade down? Yeah, I, I guess they could do all these things. But, you know, the Lions are trying to sell this story and put out this story, you know, that they're going to take a quarterback. You know, I, I think that's a lot of smoke. I think, you know, there, there could be uh, a situation where somebody could buy that story and, and, and maybe, you know, try and trade up with that to, you know, to get to that three spot. But I'm not buying that story at all. Um, 
there's good news for the Lions in this draft. They 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 need a cornerback badly, and there's an elite cornerback in this draft. And Jeff Okuda from Ohio State, they're gonna. I'd be surprised if they didn't take that pick. If they don't take Okuda, they're certainly not going to take a quarterback. It will be because they, I believe they've, they've, you know, traded down. If someone's, you know, offered them a trade and they can move down a few spots and they feel they have a chance to still get Okuda or, or an elite defensive player. But yeah, they, they, they need help on defense. He's a defensive coach. So I would be ex- really surprised if he didn't take a defensive player in the draft with that first pick and in their early picks, defensive players, and specifically uh, Okuda. So that's kind of how I see you going for the Lions. All right. Uh, and uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, who had a, a successful first campaign under Matt LaFleur, um, Aaron Rodgers a year older at 37. Uh, they have 10 picks in this draft, six of which uh, – sorry, five of which are six round or later. So back end of this draft is – is where they're going to be filling out their roster a little bit more. I know, I, to me, I look at this draft for them. It's about offensive line and adding some additional um, <clears throat> offensive firepower, potentially at the wide receiver position. Uh, and and I, you know, they did lose a couple of linebackers, even though it was a, an improved defense. So I think for me, it's linebacker, offensive line, wide receiver, and some and some variation in the early rounds, and obviously filling out that roster as they as they move along in the draft. Uh, do you agree with that sentiment, Wiz? Yeah, I think I think the first thing you know Green Bay wants to do is make sure Aaron Rodgers stays upright. If he were to go down, that's that's the ball game for the Packers. So with that first pick, I believe they're going to take the number one offensive lineman that they have on their board. <clears throat> I'd be surprised if they did anything else than that. Yeah, then after that, they have 10 picks. That's a lot of picks. That's good for them in this type of a draft. Um, I, I don't think they're, ever, they, they're quite sold uh, that, that they have a wide receiver that can play opposite Devontae Adams every down. They know that they keep trying to bring in a few of these young guys. I'm not sure if any of them, they're that comfortable. Um, I know you're, you're high in one or two of their other receivers. Um, they definitely need linebacker, cornerback help. Um, they could, you know, but I think, um, I think, I think, I think they're going to, you know, be okay trying to give Chase Sternberg a, a chance to, to see what he could do with tight end this year. So uh, offensive line, and then with all of those picks, they're going to attack uh, linebacker, cornerback, certainly. Then down the road, I do believe they will see if there's a wide receiver out there uh, that makes sense for them. And then possibly even a tight end. But I, I just with, – with the things that Green Bay needs to accomplish in a draft and the lack of ability of tight end in the draft, I, I can't imagine that tight end is, is much of a priority for, for Green Bay. But certainly offensive line first, defense – and then, and then a wide receiver that they like deeper into the draft. All right, excellent. This is about the only time in the draft, uh, Wiz, that I, that I actually wish Cooper was around to, to give you the, uh, the Vikings uh, uh, signal that he uh, loves to do when we watch football on Sundays. But uh, I'm not going to attempt to do it. <laughs> and don't forget, he also does it at our draft as well. Yeah. Every time a, Vi- a Viking is nominated, yeah, I'm not going to attempt to do it. I can't do it with the expertise that uh, that Mr. Cooper does it in. But um, 
I know you have to be fired up about the fact that your Vikings have 12 picks in this draft, uh, seven in the first 155 selections, uh, a secondary that didn't perform very well last year, a defensive-minded head coach, um, added a piece on the offensive line last year, probably needs some with the loss of, of digs. They're going to need some help at receiver. Why don't you tell me your wish list for the Minnesota Vikings, who will be taking at pick number 22 and 25 in this first round? Yeah, I think the one good thing about having picks 22 and 25 is you could kind of, unlike even the Dolphins, who have three picks, that they're, they're more spaced out. With 22 and 25, you could kind of connect your picks in a way of – so their, their first two priorities are, are getting someone to play opposite deal in a wide receiver and cornerback to replace Rhodes. So those are going to be their first two picks. And the kind of way that they could do it is they could come up to this draft and say, okay, we're up to 22 pick. How many receivers do we have on the board that we're okay with drafting that we have basically with the same grade versus how many cornerbacks do we have at the same grade? And if there's one that's way above the other, it doesn't matter which position, they'll go and do that, and then they'll take the wide receiver position if they take a cornerback first, and then do the opposite if they take a wide receiver first. So as you mentioned, everything you know about the positions are true um, that they need. Wide receiver and cornerback, they'll address first at 22 and 25, and then they, they, need, they need some offensive line help. And you know, get, you know, they, the Vikings lost some players, free agency, and um, some of these players are getting a little older. So um, after wide receiver, cornerback, offensive line, and defensive line, some sort of edge pass rusher, if they can get that, that's you know, that's that's why I kind of see you going for the Vikings. But I am really excited for the Vikings to have twelve picks in this deep, deep draft. I think um, you know they they can. They could, they could, they could do a lot of this draft with twelve picks. Yeah, and I think they're, they're kind of, in, you know, this is a, this is, this is a team that had a successful campaign last year. Kirk Cousins finally won a playoff game. Um, they're in a kind of a similar spot. Not that they're as good a team as the Ravens, but the Ravens and the Vikings uh, are in in a position of strength because they have very strong rosters that they're coming back with, and they have a lot of draft capital. So. That's, uh, that's yeah, a- I mean, I think that, you know, the, the analogy in comparison is not bad. The, the, the one disparity, and it's a huge disparity, is the Ravens were playing with loving, harmony, family. The Vikings were, like, fighting in the locker room. Diggs hated uh, Cousins. Cousins hated Diggs. Diggs hated Zimmer. Zimmer, Zimmer you know, so the, while, while the Ravens were uh, working in complete harmony, as they should have with that great season they had, the Vikings were like winning in spite of themselves, yeah. uh, and, and hopefully, you know, they'll they'll be a little bit better in the locker room, and uh, and I, I expect the Vikings to have a, a solid draft. And I'm hoping, like I said, with 12 picks in this draft, they'll uh, they'll do just that. I've been kind of amused in a few of the mock drafts. Uh, I've seen Diggs's brother uh, being selected by the Vikings. <laughs> I'm not sure if they oh, want to go, go back to another personality clash. But uh, all yeah. right, so yeah. uh, that's fantastic. We're gonna wrap this up here. Uh, lots of fun. We'll be back with the uh, next two uh, conferences in the NFC in our next episode. Thanks, everybody, and thank you, Wiz. Thank you.